I'm John Travis, and I have the opportunity to sit with Marcos, who is our resident in-house IT guru, computer programmer, computer specialist, problem solver du jour of all the fun technological things that uh, we have an opportunity to play with. And Marcos, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I wanted to take a few minutes just to talk about you and how you ended up growing up and getting to meet us and kind of our time together and what you see happening in the future. So why don't we start there? Where are you from? Tell us about your background. Yeah, I'm from San Marcos, Texas. So just down the road. I've been coming to San Antonio, Austin my entire life, and I prefer San Antonio. But um, growing up there, um, my family, I have a sister, a younger brother, younger sister, I went to school all throughout, um, met many people there, and graduated from high school in 2007. Seems like a long time, but maybe a little longer You're a young whippersnapper. (laughs) Yeah. And after that, I went to Texas State to study mathematics. Okay. Still San Marcos. Still San Marcos, yeah. (laughs) Never left, right? Didn't, I didn't really have a desire to at the time. Um, Throughout my degree, though, at Texas State, I really came into my faith, actually. And uh, that kind of veered me off in a different direction. I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a math teacher. Grew up loving mathematics, loving my teachers. I was like, I want to do that. I want to make a difference. I want to Te- help others. Teachers, your mom a teacher? Or my mom's in- a teacher. Yeah. Um, my dad's a mechanic. Uh, many people in my family work with school districts. Um, so teaching was natural to me. And um, when I got to my last semester at Texas State, last year, last semester, I was doing student teaching, um, even in St. Marcus, actually. And uh, <laughs> I um, realized I don't really want to do this right now, especially like I want to share at the time, you know, Jesus Christ. And um, I decided that I wanted to be a missionary. And so I tried out for different organizations. Um, I finally settled on one. Uh, it's called TOBET, uh, T-O-B-E-T, Theology of the Body Evangelization Team. And um, went to Dallas. So I was a speaker in Dallas for a year and uh, loved it. After that, I wanted more. So I joined another organization. uh, It's called Focus, a fellowship of Catholic university students. And um, I actually went to the Naval Academy in Annapolis, Maryland. So I was there for two years with the midshipmen at the Naval Academy. After that, and you can interrupt me if you have more questions. No, um, you keep going. So hang on. Make sure. So finish the math degree. I, yeah, I finished the finished degree. Finished student teaching. Finished student teaching. I passed so, it. You got know, your certification. Yeah. Got, well, and I, I didn't take my test because I knew uh, there's a time limit. Once you take those tests, you, you have, oh, you have so five years. Okay. So I was like, oh, I'll come back and I'll finish it later. So joined the evangelism team, went to yeah, Dallas, yep. joined another evangelism team like a evangelistic effort or a chaplaincy Type they, they they worked with college students there. It's the the midshipmen, the Naval Academy. You so probably did that for seen two movies, years. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. about it. And um, after that, I realized this is uh, the Lord's bringing me a different path. And I came back to San Marcos <laughs> and um, um, took my teaching certification test and passed those flying colors. Missed like two questions and um, became a teacher in Lockhart High School. And I was there for two years. And with first year, though, uh, I realized, again, this is not what I want to do. (laughs) So I'm struggling. What do I want to do? And I thought back, and I remember my first semester at Texas State. I took a computer science course. And I 
at the time before that, I hated computers actually. Um, I remember, and this is silly, but it was kindergarten. I had this kind of mean computer science teacher at the time. And uh, I remember he's telling the class, you know, click this, click this, click this. And it was an Apple computer. I hate Apple computers still to this day. And he says, click this. And I, I raise my hand and I'm trying to be a good student. I can't find it, sir. And he says, if I find it, I'm going to give you a write-up. And I'm so I'm freaking out, looking all over the, the screen, trying to find it. And I, I must be in the wrong place. Can't find it. So I tell him, I can't find it. And he's like, it's right there. And after that, I, I hated computers. And so now I, I try not to you know, be like that to other people. Um, but I realized in that computer science course that I loved it. I loved the logic. I loved to solve these puzzles, create something, build something with um, you know, code. And I, I put it on a shelf and I said, oh, I'll, I'll never do that again. But who knows? Whatever. And um, when I was teaching, I realized, you know what? I want to do computer science. Whatever that entails, I want to do that. So I started going back to school that second semester, my first year of teaching, um, continued te- uh, going to school, second year of teaching, took a year off to go full time. That's where I met my wife right now, current wife, and um, did the whole year, got as much credits out of the way, uh, went back to teaching because, you know, need a job and um, did that for two more years in that second year. So four years of teaching, I finally finished my degree. And um, finished the year out because I always finish my projects. And um, after that, I was looking for a computer science job for a while. <laughs> so math degree, yep. three years in the mission field. Yep. Teacher. Yes. Interlude for school. Mm-hmm. Finished out being a teacher. Along the way, got married. Mm-hmm. All in San Marcos. Had a kid. <laughs> yeah, in San Marcos. In yes. San Marcos. And then how did we meet? So I, during that year, uh, after I finished, I was substituting, still in Lockhart, and I uh, was looking for a job, and uh, one of my friends, uh, Jim Bergen, uh, here at the company, um, I, was, he, I guess he was over, or I had seen him, and we started talking, um, and, and uh, saying like, you know, what I had learned, and what I, I wanted to do, and, and with the software, and he comes up with me with, with a, a problem, um, I guess at the time is, you know, ERP system is like, oh, maybe you can make this. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a lot, but yeah, maybe I can. Yeah, could, sure. And, um, I think he, we talked about it and then, uh, he goes back to either you or Neil and, and they, I think one of you says, well, why don't you do this ordering, you know, program instead? So I start that and I'm working on it, you know, for a few weeks and I show him what I have and, um. And then I think he says to me, you know, John wants to meet you. I'm like, oh, okay. At the time, I was thinking like, okay, I'm going to be start my own business, you know, do some programming for, for you know, on the that's going to be it, right? And um, then I think you offered me a job, and I was like, yeah, I should probably take that and and do, <laughs> do that instead for a while and and learn some stuff before I before I start a business. So during our time here, which oh. Forgive me. Three years now. It's only been two. Two. It years feels like and three. Maybe a few months. That's because the you beginning know why. of COVID. That's why it's just right it's, in the it's beginning. Just flown by with yeah. so much fun with mm-hmm. uh, everything happening in the last few years. So, what's it been like here? Has it been what you thought it'd be? Is what's this coding experience uh, at a construction company uh, been like? 
Oh, it's it's been great. I'll say that. Um, I guess not really what I expected, but then I, I didn't really know what to expect because I didn't have any experience anywhere else. So in a way, that's that's really good. <laughs> um, also, one of the things that that I wish I did have though, and we can talk later about that, like you know, more experience, you know, somewhere else. Um, but it's been really great to be able to help people here and use code where they never may, may have thought of before to help solve their problems. And a lot of that has to do with organizations or um, reporting on what we do here and really visualize, or I try to help visualize people or help people visualize their workflow, right? The workflow, but like how the project is going, you know, how the company is doing um, or any, any other reports that they might need or organization been rewarding. Oh yeah. I love it. I love to solve the problem. Uh, you know, these problems, I love to communicate with people. I think that's something that when I was, especially when I was in school, a lot of these computer science people didn't have um, those communication skills, and I, it makes a big difference. What's been the most challenging aspect of the role? So, yeah, we can come back to that. I think the most challenging is that I didn't have any experience in a software industry or a company. And so a lot of the things that I figured out were kind of on my own. Self-taught. Self-taught. I, sure. I, yeah, there were people that I reached out to, but you know they can only point you in the right direction. They're not really teaching you there where I might have gotten some other mentorship in another company. And so uh, if I were to do it all over again, I would probably take in, uh, do an internship at least uh, back when I was in school you know, teaching. Um, so that's been the biggest challenge, you know, trying to figure it out all, all on my own, go the right path and help the company. What's been the most surprising thing? Surprising is that I was able to do it, I <laughs> guess. <laughs> that I, I'm just as capable as everyone else and maybe, maybe even more so, you know, that I was, these answers are out there and I'm able to find them and using the skills that I've learned throughout my entire life, whether it's the logical skills or the communication skills, working with other people, like I'm able to do it. One of the things, so before I did this, I was a management consultant, and, and part of that was working with ERP systems and software systems and implementing them. And uh, most people at that time, and this is almost 30 years ago, right, old fogey here, w- most people did one part of the role. So, for example, back then, there were people that were business analysts that would say, this is the problem, these are the procedures we need, this is what we're trying to solve, here's what we need it to look like, et cetera. And then the second group was people that purely coded it, right? And then there was actually even a third group that was kind of the quality control testers, you know, write up, uh, you know, your help aspects and that kind of deal. Now, here, obviously... You're having to do all three. So one of the things I appreciate in you, but I'm curious if you how you view it, is here we're kind of you and I creating the first part of here's the problem we're trying to solve. However, kind of that analyst part, you have to, to do to, to, to make your product, to make your service, to make the coding. You're having to go through and say, you know what, this is what this person needs. So you're interacting with people, you're interacting with what they need, um, you're identifying that, you're figuring out how to get there. And to do that, you have to understand what they're trying to do, Mm -hmm. which means that 
you're in software, but yet you're understanding the business and different aspects of it. I'm curious, did you think you'd be doing that part? What what has that been like? Has that come naturally to you? I, I, I do admire I, that in you. I think I hoped I would do that. Um, I don't, to me, I think it does come naturally. But, well, maybe it's from all the skills of a, my background, from sure. uh, working, you know, being a speaker and, and trying to figure out how do I reach this person or a missionary and I'm mentoring them. Like, sure. what are they going through Very in true. their life? And I have to relate. And then finally, a teacher. How am I going to get 200 students to learn what I'm teaching them and do what I ask them to do. And then how do I present it to them so they understand? And so I think I have a unique experience where I've, that's just naturally how I think nowadays. And so I was able to put myself in other people's shoes, you know, when I'm speaking to them, am I being patient enough? Am I explaining it the correct way? But then what is their job? I have to understand that. And I think actually that's where the future of this is going um, more companies are going to be using their own people with those skills that they've learned, whether it's, you know, marketing or um, accounting, and they're going to be the ones that are making the programs. You know, there's a lot of other software, low-code platforms out there. Sure. I think that's really where it's moving to. Let me ask you a question for you. So a very unconventional, if you will, or circuitous route to end up doing something that you feel called to do that is fulfilling, that is fun, that is challenging, that you enjoy. And to do that, looking back now, what enabled you to do that? Because it seems to me, just as an outsider, a lot of patience, a lot of figuring it out. And, and I think especially for young people today, I, I think of you know my family, and I think of uh, you know friends and those that I'm interacting with, and I know from my own experience, you know, I, I wanted to figure it out right away what it was that I was going to do, and I needed to have my round peg in the round hole, and there might be anxiety if I didn't know that right away. And here, you had great patience, and kind of your route kind of went to the left, and then oh, yeah. your route went to the right. Well, looking back now in that arc, how do you feel about all that? I feel fine about that. Maybe if, when I was younger, I would, if I knew this was going to happen, I would be like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to stick to it. In fact, that's how it was in the beginning. Um, and nowadays, even now, I don't know what the end is going to be. You know, this could be just the next step to something else. I don't know. I think what really changed is my faith and where I'm being called to in my life. And now that doesn't mean that, you know, when it gets hard, I quit and thinking, oh, I need to do something else. No. Um but it's a peacefulness in my heart that I'm really searching for. And when I feel or when I, yeah, when I feel being tugged somewhere else, then that's when I start thinking about it and praying about it and, and potentially taking that next step. How would you convey that if you could sum that up for a young person today that maybe has an idea that, you know, I've put all this work into a math degree but you know what? I don't know that I really want to do that now mm. after all this work. And and I have some anxiety or, or fear or uh, trepidation at that moment. What would you tell that that young person? I think it's similar to what I would tell one of my high school students back in the day is um, you can steer a car as long as it's driving, as long as it's moving. But you can't steer it, can't drive it if it's just stopped, stuck. You can turn the wheel all you want, but it's not going to go anywhere. 
So if I'm going the wrong direction, but at least I'm driving, I can always turn around. So pick a path. It's going to be all right. Trust, faith, right? You can always change later, but don't Mm -hmm. just stop. Uh, You can't stop. So you talked about the future. What do you see the future being? In the company? Well, both, right? Um, For you, the company, for uh, software that that you and I have been involved with, what do you see happening? uh, I think big changes are happening all over. I I mean, COVID changed everything. Sure. Um, You know, I talk about crypto, and we can talk more about that later, but specifically for the company, or at least right now, I think inflation is affecting us. So everything is harder. It's not as easy as it used to be. Um, the companies that I think are going to survive are going to be the, the larger ones that are adapting to that. So, uh, I mean, you might have seen it already. You know, the, the bigger ones are the ones, you know, eating on the, the little companies. Um, but as a company grows, you know, and in order to adapt, they have to build something. I think that software, the ERP system is very important, the, the way that they communicate I think um, in the future, because of crypto, now back to crypto, uh, payments are going to be faster. So hopefully you're going to get your money faster. Man, I'd hope so. We're <laughs> in construction, Marcos. And <clears throat> I, I think it's going to happen. They all sure, like it. It, it all looks years. better in their bank account than it does in ours. Sure, apparently. sure, yeah. sure. Um, but I, I think those those are going to change. You know, they'll start in other industries, but they'll work their way towards this. Yeah. The cynical Hopefully part of me is like, uh, the contractor's going to get it, but I don't know if we're going to get That's it. That's possible. Yeah. I don't know. You talk about that crypto. I invested in all that stuff when you told me and I'm like, Oh, Hey, uh, Oh, now's the, now's the time. Now's the in time. In my opinion. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's like half of what it was. Oh yeah. So less there's less that. risk now, yeah. right? Less half risk. risk. Oh half my goodness. Risk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, half of nothing is still nothing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk again in 10 years. <laughs> well, family at the moment, uh, how many kids? Uh, you know, two kids. Okay. Right now, yeah. Family's doing well. Family's good. Okay. And your wife's a teacher as well. She is, so she has a summer off right now. Oh, well. So and she's doing great. Enjoy. Marcos, we're so glad to have you here at the company, and thank you for all your efforts and uh, bringing all your experience and your faith and your knowledge to, uh, to help solve the, the problems of the day that we're dealing with. Yeah, and I look forward to the future. Thank you for taking time. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to listen to some of our archives, please go to traviscompanies.com slash podcasts. We release a new episode each week. And I'd also like to tell you that at the bottom of that page is a link to a form. If you would like to leave some feedback, a question, uh, a concern, or uh, a comment on something that you've heard, we'd encourage you to do that. We look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening.